1: Well, hi, welcome to Resound at Home uh, for this very last uh, service of December and of the year of 2020. So it's really great to have you with us here. We really hope that you had an amazing Christmas. Um, You more than likely ate too much food uh, because that's what Christmas (laughs) is about. That's what happens. Uh, But we really pray that it was a really great time for you. For today's service, we're going to do something a little bit different. It's actually my privilege to have Desma Hewitt with us today. Um, And so we're going to have a great discussion and just uh, Desma's going to share some thoughts um, and some of her favourite scriptures, that sort of thing. So we're in for an absolute treat today. So welcome, Desma. It's so great to have (laughs) you with us on this this Sunday. Uh, It's going to be an amazing discussion today. But for those of you that may not know you, um, you know, can we talk a little bit about you? So you, you and Pastor John spent some time in Papua New Guinea. Yes. Um, yes. I think two of your children were born there. Is that's that right? right? Yes,
2: that's right. Ruth and, and Lynn okay. were born there. We took our boys, John and Dale, yes. up with us yep. to PNG. Wonderful. <laughs>
1: and you spent how long there? Uh,
2: we've spent eight years there. Wow. Yes.
1: Yeah, and saw oh God do some amazing things. Yes,
2: yeah. it was the Stone Age when we got there, but by the time we left, the you know, the church was just booming and yeah. it's never looked back, really. Wow. It's wonderful. Fantastic. <laughs> and you left PNG to move back to Melbourne? Yes. Yes? Uh, we mainly moved back because John was coming up to, near high school and, you know, we, they'd done school online and yeah. we felt that we didn't want to leave him with someone else Uh, there were church people that offered to have him board him and that sort of thing but we felt that he needed us and so uh and it was time we felt that we'd done our time there it was time to come back yeah and so the church appointed us to baronia to Brian, which is yep.
1: our church <laughs> yeah, here right. now. Yeah. So,
2: yes. um, how long did you and Pastor John pastor the church? Well, uh, we pastor here yeah. uh, twenty-eight years. John oh. was the pastor, and then he handed over to Wayne yes. and Ruth. Yes, and, uh, yes, yes. But it was a great time. Yeah, it was yeah. a, a time of you know the church just boomed, and uh, it was exciting. Yeah, you've got
1: some amazing stories. I know we've we've had the privilege of being able to sit down with yourself and Pastor John to hear some of those, which has been exciting. So Ruth is your daughter. Yes, yes, Yes. our eldest daughter. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) So you've been part of the church for a very long time. Oh, it's good. So, um, Desmarie, I just wonder as we're in this last service for the year, Mm. um, I would really like to know what is your favourite scripture and why?
2: Why? Mm. Well, I've got many favourite scriptures, okay. Sarah, uh, but one that is perhaps a favourite is uh, Proverbs 3.6. Yes. Uh, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Mm. And the the reason being that I grew up in the Baptist church in Silkstone in, near Ipswich. And on the wall, they built a beautiful big Brick buildings where we were, John and I were married there. Our parents were married there. Wow. So it's a beautiful old church, still there. Yeah. And on the wall, it's got that scripture. So as a girl, I read it every Sunday when we went to church. Yes. And during the sermons, I can remember counting the I's and the N's and yes. the A's, you know, <laughs> as a child. I didn't listen to the sermons as much as. <laughs> all and so it, but it embedded itself in my life, in life. Yeah. and I love it. Yeah, And every year, I, I, I must tell you, I've mm. some of the cards. Every year I say, Lord, what's my verse for the year? Yes, And so I, I write it out. I, that's, that was verse uh, for 2015. Okay. Yeah. But the one for this year was just, um, well, to me now, yes. it was amazing. But it was, um, here it is. Uh, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. Wow. for my strength is made perfect in weakness therefore most gladly I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me wow and I never felt I mean the grace of God we've had to lean on that this year we have oh my goodness we, we have. have really hard year it for has. everyone yeah
1: yeah, yeah absolutely. And I love that you had that to hold
2: on to for this year too. It was wonderful. And then last year when I spoke, I spoke on unto you who believe he is precious. And I knew that was something that God had given me. And I thought, well, I'll just give it. Not dreaming that God would be so precious. I mean, I guess everyone would have a testimony. All the church people would have a testimony of what God did for them. I know John and I, we have testimonies of... John so often woke up in the middle of the night singing to me. Really? (laughs) Wow. You know, it's just wonderful to hear him just singing those songs. He would wake... God would give him a song in the night. And I'd wake to him singing and it was just... Scripture, yeah, and and God was just so real to us. Wow, it's wonderful. Oh, they're so
1: so good. So obviously, you've spent a uh, you you've had a long relationship um, with the church um, in ministry, (coughs) but also in your faith journey. So, if you yeah, if you could give us a little insight, what has kept you going in your relationship with God in the long term? You know, obviously talked about this year, but yeah, yes.
2: Well, as I said, I grew up in a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. My parents were wonderful Christians, and I, my two great-grandfathers were Baptist ministers oh, yeah. who preached in the, the churches where we lived, of course. Yes. And so we, we were sort of read very strictly as Baptists. Yes. In those days, Baptists were strict. Mm-hmm. And um, And then I met John. He came. His grandparents came to our church. Ah. And so he came. He was visiting them and came when I was 15 and a half. And I was sitting in the choir and he saw me sitting and he fell in love with me. Yeah, says. love at first sight, was it? <laughs> in the choir. Yeah. And then, but his father knew my parents. He came, migrated out and knew my parents before they were married. Yes. And so, you know, the family, we knew the family. And so then I said to my cousin, when I met John, I said, you know, if I marry John Hewitt, I'm going to have to be an apostolic. (laughs) And I I didn't even know what apostolic meant. Yes, yeah. And speaking in tongues was a no-no in those days in the Baptist Church. Sure, yeah. (laughs) So it was quite a journey. But but that helped us through, you know, throughout. The years. John has been such a strong Christian and it's just been wonderful. Wow. The journey with him that we've walked together, it's been wonderful. That's (laughs) beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us.
1: Um, So I know Thanksgiving is something um, that is very dear to you. Yes. I'm just (laughs) wondering can you tell us a little bit about what Thanksgiving is
2: and how we can live a life of Thanksgiving? Would you mind sharing? Yes. Yeah. I'd love to. I always thought we used to go to America a lot you mm-hmm. know John started apostolic church certain apostolics in America yes um, yes and so we go quite regularly like every year John mm. would go and then sometimes I'd go with him and so the Thanksgiving in America is amazing you know how they, they oh, have that.
1: I've only seen it on TV I I've never been there and but
2: I just had that desire why can't we have a Thanksgiving mm. uh, in Australia and I believe that there is there is I think it's in May there is one that they okay. they don't make a fuss of it though no. which I wish they would. yeah, and so that's when we started, I thought, the last Sunday in the year, couldn't we make it a Thanksgiving in the church? Yeah. And so just be thankful, but be thankful every year. yes, because thanks Thanksgiving opens the door mm. to heaven, and I've got some little notes on it that yeah, please um, share it's, with us:' it's, it's the key to an open heaven yeah. Thanksgiving. Uh, because God wants thanks, he, he just the same as I. I want thanks from my little ones. That when I give them the little banana lollies you know they say thank you to grandma rose yeah <laughs> and the little darlings all thank you <laughs> and i love it i just well god loves it too when yeah. we say thank you mm, he Because so he gives does. us so many wonderful things yeah and so it's it's uh, it's it's the act of giving thanks to god for the blessings he has given really yeah. thanksgiving and it's different from praise praise we focus on who god is how great He is, and He's a, the Creator. He's the Sovereign God, but thanksgiving is everything He gives to us. Mm. You know, the the sun rises every morning, and I'm just so thankful when I see the sunrise. Yes. It's it's lovely. I just, great all reminder. Or the, the sunset. Yeah. You know, it's just so wonderful to know that. Our God is there; He never leaves us and never forsakes us, and so we, we've got to pr- uh, thank Him for the, what He specifically does. Yeah. And the old hymn that "Count your many blessings, name them one by one," and it will surprise you mm. what the Lord has done. And it is true that yeah. if we can just every day, every night, I write a thank you, one thank you, and put it in a tin, that. That's for that day, wow. <laughs> and so that we can be always thankful for what He's done for us, and yeah. He's done just dying on the cross, isn't it? Absolutely, it's something that we can say thank you every day. Yes, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> so, and and we're not to be. Uh, Paul says we're not to be anxious, you know, for nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> for anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving mm. <laughs> present your requests to God. Yeah. And so we we have to do it. <laughs> we do, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're right. I think we forget the things that God can do for us in you know oh. the busyness of what life is. But yes. I loved
2: that you said that you write something out at the end of yes. each day, yes. and you put it in a tin. I put it in a tin. Yeah, yes. and and. Um, it, and then at the end of the year, i go through it all wow. and then throw it out and start again. Yep, yep. But yeah, I just, and often John will say to me, he'll be sitting up in bed and I've written it, oh, what did you thank the Lord for today? Yes, you know? And it's always something I just think, now, what is it? It couldn't be, it, if, if it's my grandchildren's birthdays, yes. I'll say thank you for whoever's birthday it is mm-hmm. and thank you for them or, you know, just anybody that's called. Ringing, you know, yes. the the night we rang for the ambulance, that yes. was one of my thank you, Lord. It answered Sarah's prayers. <laughs> yeah, because
1: Pastor John spent some time in hospital this year. And he uh, went in for some surgery, and yes. then there are a few complications. And so, <gasps> oh. having um, having patience and um, showing say. grace has been yes. something that has been a I'll challenge. Say. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs>
0: say.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, um, yeah. But I, I, I actually really love that because we, I think we too often forget the little things that we've oh, asked God for yes. or, or those little things mm. that God has actually shown his faithfulness right. to yeah. us. Um, you know, we may not even verbalize some things sometimes, yeah. but, you That's know, right. we just, I don't know about you, but I've had times I've just thought something, oh, you know, I need this or I just wish this would happen. And then, you know, there will be that little time. During the day, where I'm
2: reminded, oh, that's right, I prayed for that. Yes, yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? It is, I mean, it's always exciting what he does, really. Yeah, yeah. How, and and it's, he must get um, thrilled with us when we get excited because you know the angels rejoice when people come to the Lord, Absolutely. when one sinner comes to the Lord. I mean, heaven must be full of just thank you, praise. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a big party, I <laughs> yeah. think, when we get there one day. So. <laughs> Well 2020 has in many many ways been a difficult year oh, for so many people yes. so you know even as we come to the end of this year um, and reflect on what has I think it would be really easy for us to concentrate on the things perhaps we've missed out on mm. um, and so maybe a challenge that we've all got as we're listening this morning is that we take a few moments in these last couple of days <laughs> of of 2020 and even write down some of
2: those things that we are thankful for. Yes mm. Can get a bit uh, I think it was Oprah one time uh, many years ago yes. she has a thank you uh, diary ah. and, and she said to write five things down every day wow. thank you uh, that was many years ago <laughs> yes. say that and, and it really struck yeah I can do that yeah. I can thank God there's many things in the day that we can thank him for yeah yeah so but it just reminds us that he's doing that absolutely <clears throat> yeah have you got um, something else you'd like to uh, share with us? Well, yes, I, I was thinking of the end of the year, and generally it's, mm-hmm. it's my turn to be up in the pulpit, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> uh, and oh, this year has been just the most unusual year in my life, Anyway, mm. everybody's life, I think. Uh, my friend from America put on Facebook the other day, and I thought this was a good quote, and yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. Yeah. That's why it is called the present. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was good. Very good. Absolutely. (laughs) And it's so true, isn't it, that we've got to do it one day at a time, Mm. really. And I just want to encourage everyone, live one day at a time. I know when when John was in hospital, my daughter, Lynn, kept she'd take me in and, you know, we'd see him. He he was in need – and and she'd say mum we've got to take one day at a time and that's what we did each day we you know we just believed that God would strengthen him and make him well again and and I think that as people in uh, we as Christians we have to take one day at a time because we don't know what the future holds next year really no we we thought we (laughs) it's not over yet (laughs) no we thought we knew what 2020 might
1: be like but uh definitely didn't work out anyway the way I thought it was going to
2: so I thought that I'd like to read uh, Colossians you know Paul he gives um rules for holy living yes and I thought it would be a just to read these three verses, Colossians 3:15, 17. I'm sure everyone knows them well. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope you memorise them. That that's, would be good too. But let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you are called to peace, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the father through him. Wow! I want our church to be peaceful and mm. grateful and a word Community, yes. you know, everyone just loving the word. Yeah, the word just is everything, mm-hmm. really. And as Paul says here, that we have to let peace, the peace of God, rule in our hearts. Yeah, and peace is a is a wonderful thing, really, and and it's the opposite of disturbance, you know. Yeah, uh, and really, it's it's um, it is the opposite of the state of war. Mm. But peace. I read a. Um, I I don't know what you'd call it, but uh, 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 it it explained uh, peace to me. And it said that peace is a living, vibrant thing. Yeah. Moving with a silky softness. Oh, I like that. I I always thought of a nice silky scarf Scarf. around my neck. Yes. It's peaceful. Yeah, something quite tangible, too. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yes. When I read it, I thought, oh, that's a beautiful uh, explanation, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) Of it. That it's a, it's just, peace is a sense of well being. Mm uh, the kind that only comes from God. It, peace comes from God, and and it. We, we sometimes we think that peace comes in from the outside, but actually peace comes from the inside out. Mm, wow.
0: We've got to have.
2: You know, it's got. It comes. From inside and it comes out, and and it's such an an important thing. One of the functions of the peace of God is to help us know the will of God, and and to help us make decisions. Mm -hmm. And in that, um, let the peace of God rule. Apparently, that uh, you know word Mm -hmm. uh, it it means umpire, and so the umpire, you know. um, we know what an umpire doesn't. Yep. It settles all the footballers hate the umpires. <laughs> they do, <laughs> <laughs> so, but but it's the umpire settles questions, and really that's what happens with this mm. peace. You've got to work towards peace. Yes. In big decisions in, in home life, in, yep. uh, there's many big decisions. You know, buying a car, buying a house, putting children into high school and, you know, all those sort of things, things that they're yeah. big decisions. Yeah. But you've got to wait until that peace comes. And we, John and I, we always prayed about it. And John would say, I've got a peace about it. And mm. I said, yeah, so have I. So we'd go ahead. Yes. But if one of us had a bit unsettled about it, you know, we'd really talk it through yes. until we came to a decision that was right. Yeah. I've got a saying that
1: Tret and I have used many times, that if you lose your peace, you've got to stop and work out why.
2: Right. Mm. That's good, Sarah. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. is so true. Yeah. You've got to have that peace. Absolutely. Um, in, in whatever you do. Yeah. Yes. It's it's almost that reassurance, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes, it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is great. <laughs> and so... Then Paul goes on, the next bit is, and be thankful. Yes. <laughs> I read that he said it 42 times wow. in, um, in his writings. That's amazing. <laughs> so, so he really wanted us to get the message. <laughs> yes, and be thankful. Yeah. And, and Paul was thankful in everything. You know, mm. John and I, we had the privilege of going to the prison twice in Rome. We've been in Rome three times, wow. but twice we went to the port. This prison where Paul was, where he actually went out to be uh, beheaded. Yes. Sort of, it's a terrible place. Mm. It was just so dark and horrible and cold and, oh. But he was thankful in it, wasn't he? Mm. He was always thankful for everything. He was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good reminder for us. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And... Then in verse 16, oh, this is a lovely one. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You know, mm. the word's got to live with us. It does, We've yeah. got to live in the word. And I want to encourage everyone to memorize it. Mm. You know, as kids, we had to memorize. We had scripture exams, actually, in the Baptist church. Exams. To, yeah. Wow. <laughs> we had to memorize it. But you know it never leaves you. It, mm. it'll come, and in this time of crisis, during this the scriptures, I would get up to make a cup of coffee in the morning and I'd start a scripture would come, and mm. I'd say to, "Oh, that scripture's just come, and we'd repeat it to each other this and then the songs would come, and but it was in us, yes, and and unless you memorize it, it's not there, yeah. And it is so important, yep. the word, oh, it's, we've got to let it reside in us, you know, just live in our home and live, you know, put them, even for children to read it, it's yep. very good for them to have a scripture, perhaps a scripture a day or a week or month or, yep. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to read it. Yes. <laughs> and the word of God is the source of faith and strength for every believer. Mm. And you know what? You'd starve to death without it. Yeah, that's true. Because... Jesus is the word and he said, I am the bread of life. Yes. And and so we have to just eat it. Yes. As it were. Chew on it like a cow.
1: (laughs) 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 Chew the (laughs) cud. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: But look, I must read can I read these great scriptures? Please. Because when John was in hospital, as you know, he had that terrible wound. Yes. So I want I want to just read these scriptures because it just reminds me. And it's found in Ezekiel three. Okay. And he said to me, "'Son of man, eat what is before you. "'Eat the scroll and go and speak to the house of Israel.' So I opened my mouth and he gave me the scroll to eat. And he said to me, "'Son of man, eat the scroll I'm giving you "'and fill your stomach with it.' So I ate it and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. And then he said to me, "'Son of man, go now to the house of Israel "'and speak my words.' to them so he had to eat the scroll yeah it tasted like yes. honey and yeah. then he had to go and speak the words to the people yeah 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 but what made me think about that, that scripture became real when this wound would not heal of john's yeah and the doctor said let's put that honey in it
1: yeah so they used manuka honey yeah. didn't they they kind of patched that the healing, wound with it
2: it's healing yeah and the exciting thing is that's what the word is. Yes. Sarah. It's the, healing. The word's healing. Yeah. I heard a minister many, many years ago from America and he said, if you've got an illness and you know you take a tablet, you take the antibiotics or something mm-hmm. three times a day. Yes. Well, why not take a scripture three times a day? Wow. Repeat it three times yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah. That as you take your tablets, well repeat and the healing, the scriptures are healing yeah. to us. Yes. Uh, as the word says, we know that it it's healing to our bones, yeah, the uh proverb says, so is, you know, yes. it it is healing, wow, and so as we eat it, it just as Ezekiel had to, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's just memorize it and, and live in the word, yeah, it's That's so amazing. important yeah yes, wow. the, that it has to be in daily remember, God gave daily the manna to he the did. people in the wilderness, so yes. it's a daily thing, yeah, yeah, that we have to um. Have our soul food, <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't have to be
1: a lot, does it?
2: No, you know, I, it doesn't I had to be somebody a verse. very
1: wise say to me once, you know, because I was struggling, you know, how much should I be reading? How much should you know? When is enough? And um, yep. she said something really liberating to me. She said, "Read until you get Revelation," and sometimes oh. that's the very first, the very first, you know, verse that you read, and other times it's a little bit further yeah. on. So, yeah, that's yeah.
2: right. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? It is. Yes. Well, when John was so ill in the hospital, he he started to get disturbed because we read together every yes. day, and and he said, "I just don't feel like reading the, a word, you know, the yep. one year Bible we yes, read." Yes. I said, "That's all right, love. You, you've, it's in you. Yes. It'll come out." And and so he would quote a verse, to, you know, to himself, and, and not read. He, he just couldn't concentrate. Yep. I think the pain was so bad that he mm. he couldn't concentrate. Of course, yep. but you know, it it, it sort of worried him a bit because he's a man of the word he is yes (laughs) yes so to not read it it was awful yeah yeah but it was in him that's right and it came out (laughs) yeah
1: listen i think even just in what you've shared um desma there's been so many keys that we can take as we finish up this year and and enter into the new year um what i'd like to do is we do kind of uh, you know wrap up um for this year and for this service and how you're sharing with us is um I would just um, two things quickly. If you know, if you could leave us with one thing um, as we finish this year and begin a new year,
2: what would that one thing be? The one thing would be to fix your eyes on Jesus yeah. and never take them off him. Uh, you know, I think of Jehoshaphat. You know, during this the COVID Jehoshaphat twenty was the preachers really used it mm-hmm. because he. T- uh, we don't know what to do, oh, but Jehoshaphat said, my eyes are on you. Mm. And I just want to encourage everyone to keep your eyes on Jesus. Uh, look full in his wonderful face as the old oh, chorus. Yes, man. yes. I know <laughs> and the, the one. things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory, glory and grace. grace. Yeah. So yeah. just keep your eyes on him. We don't know what's ahead. No, we don't. We really don't. Yeah. Would but mean no he's there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> would you pray for us to end oh, our service I'd love today? To. That would be yes. amazing. <laughs> thank you, Desmond. Oh, thank you. Lord, I just thank you that our eyes are on you and that we can just go into the future, put our hands into you, into your hands and we can just ask you to lead and guide every family, every person in our church uh that Looking at this program today, I pray that you will guide and lead, that they will search the scriptures, that they will just find you in, in the pages, that they will see you every day day of their lives they will feel your presence and that you will lead and guide them as that scripture says in all our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our paths and we know that we can trust you to direct our paths this year and whatever is ahead of us father we know that we are happy in you that we can look into your face and know that you're there you're guiding us you're leading us and we can just give you praise and we give you all the thanks today we are thankful for a year even though it's been a hard old year and and one we don't understand but we know that you're in it and you will guide and you will lead us and you will just help us to know all things in the future and I praise you Lord for your goodness in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, thank you. It really has been a privilege to sit on the couch with you today and just um, glean from you. That's what I feel every time we get to sit together. I I glean um, from you. So thank you. It really has been a privilege today. Thank you for joining us for our service. It's um, been really wonderful to have you with us today. Um, Next week's service is going to be online again. So make sure you jump on and catch us next weekend as well. But we just pray that you have a really blessed week. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you next year because it'll be 2021. So we (laughs) will see you then.
0: Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.